head into the Ringerverse to stay up to date with all things superheroes and nerd culture entertainment. Hosted by a rotating lineup of superfans at the Ringer, including Mallory Rubin and Van Lathan, shows will provide instant reactions to blockbuster releases, insightful backstories on canon, and mind-bending theories, as well as fresh takes on the latest news and rumors. Check out the Ringerverse on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. TV podcast. This is like an emergency podcast situation. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Rachel Lindsay from Higher Learning, Callie Curry from Bachelor Party, and we are here to talk about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Uh, tonight's tonight's episode was billed uh, by Andy Cohen as one of the best episodes of any Housewives of all time. And Callie and Rachel, do you agree? Really? Yes. That's, that's, what what that's what he's been saying for a week. And he's like such a hype man now, because if you recall at the Beverly Hills reunions, he was like, it's going to be so good. And I actually thought well, that was a letdown. But what do you guys think? I was not let down, but I don't think it's the best episode of all time. But also I feel like Andy, you know, has like stepped his game up because obviously, you know, New York, Dallas, it's been a rough road for housewives. It's true. Um, but that being said, I do feel like, um, Potomac and Salt Lake have fully delivered so he can relax a little bit. It was a great (laughs) episode though. Sunday night's where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was the best Salt Lake City episode of all time. Well, that's a low bar. There's only been like 20 of them. I know, but the first season was so good. It's true. Amazing. Also last week I was dying. I was laughing so hard. So hard. Oh, oh my gosh. Last week was was great. Like they don't disappoint, but it was definitely a good episode. And I will say this: we knew that this was coming. And so when you know it's coming, you're like, okay, is it really gonna live up to the hype? We already know so much. But in watching the episode, I said, No, we didn't. We knew what happened, but we didn't know their reaction to it. And that's what made this episode so great. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's wild. Jen wasn't even in the episode, and yet it was still so entertaining. And it was it was a Jen episode, and we didn't even need her. It, like you said, it, it was it was amazing. But that's why I kind of feel like next week might be better because she's in it. But she's just gonna lie. Like, did you enjoy watching lie. Erica lie? No. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't, but I Erica. might I might enjoy Jen lying though. They're different characters. That's true. I don't want to see Jen get emotional. The preview they gave us made me disappointed. I was like, okay, I don't maybe I don't want to see it. I like them talking around her. I like them making assumptions. I know we're gonna get all into it. That's what I want to see more than hear from her. No, I want to hear from her, but in in a situation where they're questioning her, like in the scene that they showed, she's talking to her lawyer. Her lawyer is going to say like whatever he needs to say to make her look the best. I need Whitney in front of her questioning her about fraud because Whitney has a fucking degree in in fraud Clearly. and embezzling and laundering. Like the amount of information she knew was, I, I don't I don't know that much information. <laughs> okay. Right. Let's- we need to hear from Jen behind a double glass in an orange jumpsuit <laughs> over the phone. Like that's how I want to hear from her. That's the only way I want to see her at this yeah. point. <laughs> I need to I need to hear her like answering questions without like a prepared statement. <laughs> which we're not which we're not gonna get, which is why I thought this episode was so good because Jen is I mean, I'm still thinking about how she came up with the lie of Sharif has internal bleeding. Like, first of all, 
I really believe in karma. I believe in car karma. Like I always try to like let people in or like give someone a spot. Like I just think oh, it comes, yeah. comes back around. And so oh, God. <laughs> I can't think of anything worse for your karma than lying about your spouse or like one of your kids having like significant internal bleeding. Like how did she even think that was an okay thing to say? Also, her reaction was bizarre. Like, if your husband does have internal bleeding, I'm not going to be like, yeah, I, I don't know. He's, they said he has internal bleeding. Hey, like, Whitney, can you turn my mic off? Maybe I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to catch a flight. <laughs> and she took her time. That's what got me, too. She was so slow. And it's like, if someone tipped her off, it's like, Jen, get out of there. They're going to be here any minute. It was a very weird thing. When I interviewed Whitney for Extra, Whitney said that she was upset that Jen asked her to turn off the mic because that's like rule 101. Mm -hmm. You don't turn off the mic because, you know, you're on a reality TV show. And it's like, what are you trying to hide? So she already said her antennas were up because she thought it was weird that Jen said, turn off her mic. Right. When you watch it, she was so chill about it. But she said in reality, she was like, something's up. So right. I think Nancy Drew was already on the case. I loved when Lisa called her Nancy Drew. That was so <laughs> funny. Do you guys want to hear my Lisa Barlow impression? Please. Oh, yeah. I just want to say I despise Lisa, but I think she's wonderful television. <laughs> but I like really despise her. It's, it runs really deep. Okay. I've been working on it all day. I've done a lot of practices, a lot of <laughs> sending voice memos to friends just to like to find my inner Lisa. Thanks for clarifying, Whitney. It's a really important clarification. That, that was from last week, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. That was actually good. The tone. The Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you got like, job, the, the deepness of it down. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I, I have to, I'm going to keep working on it. I'll check back in with you guys. You never know. And you'll get a voice message from me. <laughs> um, Rachel, you brought up Whitney. We need to, let's just, we just got to talk about all these women, how they responded. Um, I like Whitney. I'm just curious if you guys, I, I wouldn't say I like want to hang out with her, but I like really enjoy her on the show. I'm curious if you guys do. I think she's quite divisive. I like non-drunk Whitney. Non-drunk. There's a difference, right? There's last week, she was clearly drunk at yeah. the Italian cooking party. Yes. And it was like, she's Ill, she's illogical and she's all over the place. She's, she's whiny. I don't want to see it. But this Whitney, little messy Whitney, who was like really into it, but made a lot of sense. I was into this. And I and I like that she's more fearless this second season. Me too. So I'm I'm into Whitney when she's not drinking. So that's a very good point. I would just classify as not being into her, but I think your point, <laughs> your your point makes me think about it a little bit because like last week, first of all, I mean, like the argument wasn't amazing, but like she just doesn't make sense. And you just want to be like, I get what you're trying to say, but you're not saying it. So please shut up. Like, that's how I feel when she's drunk. <laughs> yeah. Also, the fact that you said you're not into whiny Whitney. Unfortunately, her vocal cords have... <laughs> she is whiny all the time. She can't not be whiny. That's just what it is. It's fine, though. Like, I have a deep voice. She has a whiny voice. Whatever. So, but... This week, yeah, I do like messy Whitney. I do like that she's like, seems like she doesn't give a fuck this season. She's going to say whatever. But I also feel like I saw this interview of her where she's like obsessed with housewives and like her mm. dream was to be a housewife. Oh, interesting. So like her being like super um, divisive this season makes me feel like she just knows like what makes you a star and she's going for it. Hmm. I feel like you just burst a bubble for me. <laughs> That's not going to affect no. me. Just, I'm going to be honest. That won't, she, <laughs> there is such, there's so much weirdness to Whitney. Like every week I'm just like, wait, what? Like what? Like how did she know that? And this week she just dropped so much. So, I mean, I, there's like, I don't even know where to begin with her, but I, I think, can I just say, her outfit, I, I thought she was the only one wearing a normal outfit for a six and a half hour car drive, which, by the way, I looked that up. Um, she, was wearing, <laughs> she was wearing all night gear. I, there's just so much to say. I'm really overwhelmed. Okay, let's, I want to dig into Whitney, but before we do that, let's just set the scene. So last week's episode ended with Jen leaving and the NYPD and the FBI arriving. And they, the episode basically picks up right away. And it's a TikTok of basically their day no Jen of what's going on from Park City all the way to Vail, the six and a half hour drive. And I think we have a lot of questions. They have a lot of questions. And so I, I just, we're going to throw them out there and we'll talk about the women along the way. But my first question for you guys, why the fuck did they take a six and a half hour drive from Park City to Vail? Like who? It's not for me. Why would they do that? In, a, in like a sprinter. That's just like nausea city. I was so confused. 
Yeah. Also, it was a, it was like a limo sprinter. It wasn't like the nice sprinters right. that have seats. Yeah, with rows. Yeah. It's almost as if they knew this was going to happen, so they would have something to talk about for six and a half hours. Now, I will say we've seen this before. Potomac has taken long trips. Atlanta has traveled from Georgia to the Carolinas. We've seen this. But it's don't you think it's the timing is pretty convenient? Because they had they were awake, nobody was asleep, they weren't drunk, they were all fixated on what was happening. I don't know. The yeah. timing seems to be the a timing little... was incredible. Ahead, I do Kelly. think that other um housewives have done trips and they drive, and then the rich housewives fly a private. So I was thinking, I'm like, maybe no one would pay for a PJ. So like this was their only option. Because they're not going to film in, at least when this was filmed, they weren't filming in airports because of COVID. So like it was either you do this or someone pays for a PJ. And Mary was like, I'll pay a PJ. I'll pay for a PJ for myself and you guys can drive and I'll see you there. I I, I thought it was maybe COVID related. Oh my God, Mary, we'll come back to her. I thought maybe it was COVID related as well. I was like, oh, maybe they didn't want to fly. Maybe this was just easier as a result. But to your point, the Beverly Hills Housewives, they uh, took a plane because I guess someone paid for it. But don't you think they could have gotten it sponsored? It's so short. Couldn't Isn't there like so many different companies where you can just pay for a short ride or something? Yeah, but like it's kind of, they've definitely tightened down on that, especially through COVID and gas prices soaring. Mm-hmm. Not that I've looked into it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I heard the gas is over 550 in LA right now. That's insane. Um Rachel, you brought up the timing. So all the things that had to come together were um, them leaving Beauty Lab, Heather's place of work at a certain time, Jen being with them to get the phone call, and then the various police forces showing up, and then all the cameras, they had to be in production. They're, They're not in production every day. And crucially, all the women had to be together. So like the timing of the show being able to capture all of this with all of these elements where like they often can't even get like a phone call on camera is pretty sus. So next big question, probably the biggest question, who do you think tipped them off? Well, they kind of answered this question in the episode. They said her phone was ping. Right. So if they could arrest her on the side of the road, which was new information for me, I could have sworn I read that she turned herself in. But... I do. I'd never heard that before. Had you guys heard that she was arrested on the side of the road? I had not, but I didn't think she'd turned herself in either. I also can't believe she ran. <laughs> I can't. That's a Girl, true I criminal. I a hundred percent would run. <laughs> what? I'm just gonna say this right now. Don't look for Rachel. She's on the run. At least I tried. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You're going to get caught. There's literally no chance you get off. Like, I think I'm not just, talking about running. I'm talking about like when they pulled her over, she got out of the car and physically was running. They said she tried to run away. You're, you can't <laughs> run. <laughs> I wish there was video of that. That also she's wearing those like ridiculous boots. Like she's not in like a in an outfit for running or for riding six and a half hours in a van. So <laughs> yeah, I don't. I thought somebody tipped them off until or her off or them off. Until they said that her phone was tapped. So it's like, okay, well, then they should have known where her location was, which is why they were able to get to her. I think that they were tipped off and I think Meredith did it. And I think that she purposely (laughs) did it on a production day and made sure. I think it made sense for the FBI too. like, we know she's going to be here. There's going to be cameras. And like, they just happened to be five minutes late. Like, it's like how she left and they came was like, how much time was between that? I don't know. No, I don't 12 think very minutes. much. They said 12 minutes. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, my God. Minutes. There you go. So you think it was Meredith? I think it was Meredith or someone in production that was like, this is fucking gold. We are going... This is amazing. I'm so happy well, this is happening. Production is def- definitely possible. Like, maybe it was Andy Cohen. Maybe it was another producer. Or <laughs> maybe, maybe... Also, like, honestly, Andy. maybe Bravo was cla- was uh, cooperating because they have so... Because you know that probably their footage would be um, subpoenaed, right? So... Absolutely. It's great to have a lawyer on the call. Just jump in with any legal insights you may have, Rachel. I'm shocked that they were able to use the video, especially when they showed the video of them going to her house to execute the search warrant. Right. And production was there. See, that makes me think production's part of it because a producer just happened to be at her house. Are producers just chilling at their houses when they're not around? If she was headed to a trip, 
Why was the producer at her house? Right. That makes me think that they were even more so involved. Like, okay, we got to be here, here, and here. I do think that if anyone tipped, like if Meredith tipped, she had to have let production know. So I do think production knew. And also, do you believe Meredith puts her phone down for like a long period of time? Because when Lisa calls her, Meredith says she doesn't know what's going on. She's been getting settled. There's no way Meredith isn't addicted to her phone. But it was some, her phone would have been blowing up like everybody's was. Right. You know, even Robert Sr. got to marry and they, you know, they don't talk. <laughs> they don't speak, yeah. <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great point. <laughs> Their phone call conversation, I was just like, this is so weird. They are not together. Like they, I can't believe that they had that. Like that's the first time I've ever heard them speak to each other on the phone. Uh, <laughs> we have no evidence that like they've had any other phone calls, to be honest. I mean, it seems like their relationship is shitty, so whatever. Um, Whitney thinks that it was Lisa. Whitney is very much like just throwing Lisa's name out like Lisa. And I did think Lisa's reaction was weird. Also, I hate Lisa. So it's hard for me to be unbiased. (laughs) But I did think that the Lisa Barlow performance was strange. However, this is also the woman who threw her children under the bus last week for like not inviting certain people to the party. So like she will do anything for the cameras. But do you think there's any reason to believe it could be Lisa based on on what Whitney was saying. I think her reaction was strange, but I think that's Lisa. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how she reacts. But I do love how Bravo, first of all, let's give a round of applause for the editing team because it was edited so good. beautifully. They, this, this editing team is like incredible. It's so much better than many of the other ones. They, it's like really artful. I'm impressed. It's so good. <laughs> but they, I love how they edited it. Lisa's phone conversations where she's like, I'm physically shaking right now. Oh my God. I'm like, I can't even like, it was over and over and over again. And I was just like, this chick is nuts. She's, I'm clearly the odd man out here. I believed Lisa. You did? I felt like I saw her wipe real tears. She is oh, close yeah. to Jen. You have to remember yeah. that. She is one of the ones like, I expected her to have a big reaction and Heather and they both did because they're yeah. close to Jen. So I believed her and it was now she was the first one to pick up the phone and call her husband. That made sense to me too. I just believed her. Now, the weird thing is when she turned the phone and she was like, I think Meredith tipped Meredith. them off. Remember she yeah. said that? She was like, I think <laughs> Meredith knows something. I'm telling you that, see that there was the shady part of Lisa. To me, all of that was believable and very much so Lisa. Also, Covering your mouth when you're when you're on mic is so stupid. <laughs> also, she didn't like whisper really. She just covered her mouth. She I know. was panicked. Jenny's, she they're, yeah. They're just like they're all right there. They can hear you, Lisa. <laughs> I believe Lisa. Everything she said to me made sense. Her reactions made sense. Uh, yeah, I was anything she was saying. I was like, okay, okay. I believed her. It doesn't change that her reactions are crazy, but I think she's a little (laughs) bit crazy. So like, I think it all fits, but I do believe her. I do think that her and Heather like genuinely care about Jen. So like all of that to me seemed real. Also later on in the show, when Meredith is like talking shit about Jen, she was really the only one that was sitting there like, "Mm, this doesn't make sense. And like, didn't really participate in the conversation at all. Like she didn't add... Like she hadn't thought it through herself. Yeah, but also she wasn't like piling on Jen. She was just like silent in that moment. I think Lisa probably has a ton of skeletons. She doesn't want to come out. We know that Whitney has them because she knows so fucking much about this. Um, (laughs) Just a couple, while we're on the topic of Lisa, Lisa said only seven people knew about this, which is like, Lisa, do you know how many people work on your television show? That is patently (laughs) incorrect. (laughs) Like, okay, Lisa. She also said that she's called all six of her yeah, lawyers I, I on retainer. On oh, I didn't hear six. Six yes. lawyers on retainer. So funny. Lisa <laughs> is the Kyle Richards of Salt Lake City. She knows how to produce a show. She was saying all the right things to, I think, seven people. Meredith might have tipped them off. You know, she was like, don't call Jen. Don't remember. Like she was saying all the things (laughs) to produce a perfect episode. Lisa knows what she's, she's been in TV. She's, she's has multiple jobs. I'm telling you, Lisa is like the pot stirrer. Absolutely. By the way, I really like that little tidbit of her being like, I don't think that you should do that. Yeah. When Heather said she was going to attack. Like, yeah. Heather, come on. Like, <laughs> I love Heather so much. She could, she was so funny. Um, 
before we move on to Heather, I just one other important Lisa moment from later in the episode when when Meredith reveals that someone not from Jen's team stole from her store. It is also revealed that uh, Jen is flagged in the is in the Louis Vuitton system. Oh yes, and yes. Lisa said worse than having a Fed show up at my door and being flagged in the Louis Vuitton system. <laughs> what does that mean to be flagged in, in the Louis Vuitton system? So they said that she's flagged red. I yeah. think that's what the... I, so I've like never heard that specific terminology before, but you can be flagged in Louis Vuitton for like fake money. Like they don't want to sell you any more of their clothes because they've seen that you buy the clothes and sell them back. Like if they, oh. if they find out that someone oh. is continuously doing that, then they won't sell you the clothes anymore. Like they don't want to see your clothes over and over and over being resold. Um, but also like if it's counterfeit money or whatever. Uh, and sense. I think specifically for Jen, if she was buying everything in cash mm. and was spending an enormous amount of money in cash over and over in Louis Vuitton, you can be flagged for like, are you laundering your money through Louis Vuitton? <laughs> Which she oh, might I didn't been. even think about the money laundering part. Come on, Nancy Drew. I didn't even think about Kelly's that. the Nancy Drew of this podcast. <laughs> okay, thank you. I was like, I'm going to need need to understand that a little bit better. To be honest, I'm impressed that Louis Vuitton is, has such a powerful or organized infrastructure. Like, I, honestly, I'm shocked, but shout out to them. That's great. I feel like they're one of the like classic brands. I'm not surprised by that. It's like, you know, there's like a few sure. brands that like l- last the test of time. Sure. They, they are definitely one of them. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Okay, let's move on to Heather. We all love Heather, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rihanna loves Heather. So if Rihanna loves her, like, you know, she's good. Also, like, I actually was thinking I'm dying to know what Rihanna thinks about this episode. I hope she tweets about it. She's a noted fan. We should have her on the pod. I would love Bring her to. On. I'd let's, love try, to. let's try to make it happen. <laughs> That'd be incredible. <laughs> um, Heather definitely had the line of the episode for me. I know that Callie agrees. We texted about it. Um, <laughs> Heather said, Heather in trying to like wrap her head around this was like, well, I know from Ozark that there are a few ways that you can launder money. And I was It was dying. also that she was dead serious when yeah. she said it. But yeah, she, she was right. All, and she listed all the businesses from the show. Yeah. Strip club, laundry, oh, yeah. She's like, construction. She, she said she was strip right. club. That's a real humdinger. Yeah. <laughs> I just love thinking about Heather like discovering stuff that maybe she didn't participate in until after her divorce. I, she's like just so delightful. Everything Heather said was funny. She was like, geez, the body's not even cold yet. And I was like, what is Heather? The feds are here. Heather does not stop. She's so Also, good. she like <laughs> popped off the bus and was like, what's happening? Please tell me. Tell me about your investigation. And the feds are like, we just want to make sure that she's okay. And she's like, right, okay. But like, what happened? I need to know the details. Do you have documents you can share with me? Like, she had no problem questioning 
Homeland Security. Wouldn't that be you, though? I I, I feel like I would have popped off the bus and said, what's going on? I would. There's no way I would have stayed seated because are y'all looking for me? OK, well, then what's going on? Yeah, if you're look if you're looking for me, if it's if it if they're looking for anyone else, I am very much like this is none of my business. I am not about to go down for fucking Jen Shaw. Y'all do what you got to do. I'll I'll stay on the fucking bus. <laughs> Pretend I'm not here. I would have been in the mix. I'm afraid of police. Well, I feel like also Rachel's a lawyer. You like have like the language to talk oh. to them. And these days I look for an excuse to flash my bar card. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm a lawyer. Does anybody does anybody <laughs> need me for a second? It's ridiculous. I went to Britney Spears court and I was like, hey guys, do I need to show my bar cards? I'm like, man, just push your back. Just put your back through. <laughs> Somebody let me be a lawyer, please. Maybe you should do like a Judge Judy kind of show, but it's Judge Rachel. And it's it's like, I don't know. We can workshop this later. Listen, Judge Judy made bank. Sign up She's for whatever still, that is, Rachel. On. We're still doing great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can figure yeah. it out. <laughs> Heather just generally not understanding anything really opened the episode up because then it allowed Whitney to explain and it allowed all these questions to be thrown out. So like, I feel like Heather, one of you just said this, like one of, Heather's one of us, like as all of us, because she didn't understand what was happening, it was so stupefied and shocked. It like really opened it up for everyone else to be the, their best self. So like, I just feel like we really owe Heather a debt of gratitude as a result. <laughs> for sure. Also her being like, I texted her. Lisa's like, babe, she's not texting you back right now. Like, <laughs> right. She's in custody. You're not going to get a call back or a text back. I Wait. love that they called Stu. I think it was Lisa. Because at yeah. the time they didn't oh, yeah. know that he was involved. And they were like, somebody called Stu. Stu didn't answer. Stu was on the run too. I know. Stu, that's And that's the one thing we never got the answer to. Who really called Jen? We don't know. Or do I we? think it might've been Stuart. Yeah, we still don't know. I mean, there's so much we don't know and probably probably never will know. Wait, also, did you guys notice that production said, if you have any questions, you can ask, did they say Mr. Shaw? Yeah, they said, yeah, when they went that. to the house. You mean? Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, so does he have answers? Does he know what the fuck's going on? I need to know what yeah, Coach Shaw is he even, knew. Is he even home? See, did you see the person walk out with their hands up? Yeah, was that her son? I don't know. He had long hair. It didn't yeah. look like one of her sons. He had braids. I think it was. Right. Also, I doubt Coach Shaw was home. Like, is Coach Shaw ever home? I, I really don't think so. Very no. infrequently. I think having dated a coach, no. <laughs> dated a, a college coach. football coach. A college football coach. He was not at home. Jesus. Interesting. <laughs> They're gone a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's just like part of the job. Plus, it seems like Coach Shaw. Who knows? But that leads me to a question. Like, you know, we've been talking about Erica and Tom for so long. Do you, who do you think has more plausible deniability, Coach Shaw or Erica Girardi? Oh, Coach Shaw. I think they're the same. Interesting. No. I am very much so not one to throw Erica under the bus. Really? I know. I know. That's, it's like a Did whole Did you have thing. like a great personal conversation with her once? Like, what's that no. based on? I cannot imagine 20 million being put into my bank account and not realizing it, let alone $20. She said that wasn't true. Well, I mean, Rachel, she, anything she says on TV is not like under oath. I just figured that if she said that, then it must, it was probably like 15 and not 20. You know what I mean? Like she's probably getting around. <laughs> okay. she's like, it wasn't 20. Okay. It was okay. 19,995. <laughs> let, so let, let me tell you this. I can't imagine $5,000 going into my bank account without me being like, oh, where's this from? I mean, I get like 150 for my Venmo transfer and I'm like, awesome. I can go buy something. So. I really think that Erica was smart enough to not ask questions. She didn't, she probably didn't want to know. Exactly. Oh, sure, sure. But she knew something was going on. But that doesn't mean she knew it was illegal. She's just like not asking what my husband gives me money. But and she, I think she that's why she can so deny much. it. This is, this yeah. is insane. And this is an honestly insane take for you. But that's really nice. You, I, I feel like you're, you're loyal. You decided yeah. to be loyal to Erica. I'm and, not and you won't saying drop that off. I believe her. I'm not saying Listen. I believe her, but I'm just not one of those people who's quick to say she knew everything. I'm I'm the person who's like, let's just see what comes out. I don't know what she knew. Right. I, I'm, not defending, I'm not defending her. I don't think I she, don't knew know she knew everything, but yeah. she started telling all these lies. It's like, don't add up. Thanks to the Bravo editing. We're very aware of that. So let's go back to Coach Shaw. Everybody in the circle was talking about how Jen's lifestyle didn't make any sense. All this money she was spending, all these this, these things that she had, you can look up what Coach Shaw makes. I think he makes like a little under half a million. It didn't make sense. I think sense it's less that, than that. 
Thank it's you, like Helen. it's like I think it's like it's, <laughs> I think it's like around two hundred, maybe less. Even worse. And so, not that that's not a lot of money. I'm just saying, <laughs> so compared to what Jen, the lifestyle that Jen had, that is the lifestyle that Jen had. It didn't make sense. So, if the friends are asking that, Coach Shaw, ha- and he's an attorney. Let's let's remind everybody. I forgot that. about that. I forgot he's an attorney. Good point. <laughs> let's remind it. So he has to know. Has to be asking questions. I think Erica can play dumb more than he can. Just to be honest. Hmm. I agree that I think Erica can play dumb more than he can, but I don't think he knew because I think that he tries to stay 10 feet away from her as much as possible. He doesn't so, like her. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think if that. If your father-in-law <laughs> dies and you don't, and you're not there for your wife, like he what's the point of being married? That's crazy. <laughs> at that, that is at that crazy. point, you should get divorced. I'm sorry. That's so funny. He <laughs> doesn't like her. That's insane. No, I do think that like, we've even seen it on this show. Like he's not around. When he is around, it's not like he's into her. They have conversations over and over again about him trying to help her be a better person. Like, I think he probably cares about her, likes her to us, you know, whatever. But like, do I think that he was involved in what she was doing day to day? No, I'm sure. Also, I don't think he watches the fucking housewives. So I'm sure he's like, whatever check she gets from that, she's just spending it on all these clothes. Like, that's fine. She's not paying our bills. I pay our bills, which is why I still drive a Toyota. That's right. 1940. Yeah. Like whatever that is. Like he is, he seems to still be living within the means that he makes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he's just like, whatever keeps her busy. And not questioning where I'm at, what I'm doing, how long I'm going to be gone. She can go and do that. Yeah, that's probably true. I can't imagine that he's like, oh, those Louis Vuitton boots. Like, he doesn't even know what Louis... Uh, he, he, it doesn't seem like he's up on... Like, he is living his life with, within the means that he lives. I would, I would feel differently if he were doing what Erica was doing mm. and was flying private only wore designer, spent $40,000 a month on glam, whatever that is, <laughs> all of that. Then I would be like, oh, he had to have known that like something was happening. He's spending well beyond what he makes. But I don't think he actually was. That's a good point. That's it's a good point. We don't know. We don't know very much about Coach Shaw. All we know <laughs> is that he wasn't there when his father-in-law died and that... uh he has to take Jen home when she gets really drunk. <laughs> Even their houses, they say, they've said that the houses that she specifically is in on this show is rented. Yeah. So like for him to think like, oh, they've rented us this house. Like she's probably making good money. All of this clothes. She could have like, Jen also could have been like, oh, they let us like buy all these clothes and rent them for the show. Like he, there's no way I could see her like getting out of it so easily. Also, the Shaw Chalet is in Park City. That's not where University of Utah is. And so it's not like he's like there very frequently. If she's even there very frequently, we don't we don't even know. Obviously, so much about her is a lie. So, well, I mean, there's a, still a lot to figure out. But the person who's, you know, leading us down this path, Miss Whitney, we got to go come back to her. I mean, what was your favorite Whitney moment, guys? There's so many to pick from. Was it when she was smiling and saying, she's in custody? She's been arrested. Like she said that over and over with a giant smile on her face. <laughs> it was, it was, I don't know. I was conflicted at how they were like, I don't know, just relishing in what was happening. Whitney in particular. I mean, Whitney and Meredith Je- in particular. Well, were. And we Jenny, haven't even yeah. gotten to Jenny, Jenny yet. We the, even incre- gotten I love Jenny. Jenny. Incredible. Incredible stuff from her this week. I loved I when she was just like, I have the fucking chills. When she said it, I got them. I literally had the chills. She was so excited to get the information first <laughs> and to be able to read to everyone what happened article. and update them. And I was just like, who is updating Whitney? Right. Does she have Google alerts on Jen's name? She probably, probably set them in the vehicle. She's probably like, let me just go ahead and set Google alerts because she was so <laughs> up to date. I bet no. a producer was texting her from like another or, man to get her to like say it on sh- camera. If Housewives is her dream, she probably does have Google alerts. You're right. Or she, she, she for sure <laughs> has Google alerts. burst alert. again. She for sure has Google <laughs> alert it. on Salt Lake City Housewives. And herself. Which, was, which is what it said in the thing. Jen Shaw, Salt Lake City Housewife, Housewife of Salt Lake City, whatever. It's one of those things. She probably <laughs> all the keywords, both, yeah. But yeah, all, all of her Google search alerts words. were <laughs> flagging. She probably had a hundred emails. 
It's true. And so many texts. And also she's talking to her husband. And I, I do think like for the producers, like they have to keep producing through this moment. Like it turned out great. So they did a really good job, but like they have to keep pushing them to make sure they get the stuff they want. But she just said so, I mean, she just said so many ridiculous things. So I, I did notice that she was like the brightest smile we've seen from Whitney on this whole <laughs> show. And she's like, she's in custody. She's arrested. And also, <laughs> um, yes, Rachel. Why do you think she knew so much about that type of business? Because that's not common knowledge. So she she explained what's called lead generation, which I didn't know this was like the term. And so basically what Jen, Jen is, um, was arrested for fraud, wire fraud because she somehow, I don't know how she did it, but she bought and sold people's data. Um, right. And she focused on the elderly to like get the sign up for credit card scams, basically. And and Whitney was explaining um, what lead generation is, how that happens. I don't think she had it completely correct, but I think she had most of it correct. And then she didn't even need Ozark to know how to launder money. She had like plenty <laughs> of ideas of her own. So, and then she had that like I, another great Whitney moment was like when the light bulb went off for her and she was like, oh, that's why she's starting so many startup businesses because you can just pour your cash into it. And you don't have to report it for five years. She but was wait, helping that the was, feds out. Whitney is the was, feds. That was also not like, I, I did not know that when I you started that. a startup that you could put pour in a hundred million, million into dollars? it. Like, I'm like, how does she have all this information? This is nuts. It's and so not specific. And taxes for like five years, whatever it was. I said, let me, I rewound it. And I was like, let me go ahead and write that back down again. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was insane. I'm like, this is not common knowledge. And you are way too knowledgeable about it. For what? What's your plan? Whitney, Mrs. Whitney. What, didn't she just start those candles or whatever? Whitney Rose. Yeah. What's it called? Iris and Bo? Wild Rose. Wild Rose. Wild Rose. <laughs> there you go. Well, I think that because she has these businesses, she must know a little bit about it. But I don't know. I mean, Whitney seems shady. I, I I don't know. I mean, that's the only way to put it. Also, Whitney had a sugar daddy. That's interesting information. <laughs> would, lo- would love to know more about that. That was her best line. I just thought yeah. she had a sugar daddy. I said, I love it. That's Whitney's world. Oh, she's getting all this? I did. <laughs> that, was like, that was the best line. Such good editing around that too. It was it was so well done. I just feel like this these last two weeks have been Wendy's coming out party for better and for worse. Like she she just has been like on fire, like correcting people. She'll fight with anyone. She seems to have all this confidence. I guess also like her and Heather are really tight, so they like build each other up. But it was it was a real Whitney tour de force. I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Honestly, this whole season has been like every single big moment. Whitney's been a part of it. Yeah, I'm here for it. I, I think she, you know, she gives good quotes. She does it well. Also, she put her her uh, stripper pole in the living room. So, and I think it's going to continue down this Whitney path because now that her and Mary are against each other, she's going to spill all of the Mary tea. Come on, oh, come on with of it. the Mary tea. Sister Mary Clarence has got to go. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel for that Rachel 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 what uh Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act is honestly sacred so I can't have you calling Mary that I'm really sorry Sister <laughs> yeah, Mary seriously. Clarence <laughs> she's that she's, is so rude to a great film it is a great film it is a great film it's a classic especially, especially Sister Act too with uh Jennifer Love Hewitt and Lauren Duh. and Lauren I know. I know that movie like the back of my hand it's so good I can't believe they're having a third one me neither. It's not a good idea. Okay. So <laughs> Mary shows up late. Let's, before we hit Mary, let's talk about Jenny for a second. Jenny is like so fucking funny in this too. J- Jenny's storyline has been so upsetting and like so sad with um, her stories about her various stillbirths and miscarriages. And then her husband suggesting a surrogate. Couldn't tell if that was true. And then he also suggested polygamy. Couldn't tell if that was a joke. Not a joke. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Yeah. He meant well, it. I was glad he wasn't on this episode because she brought, the, she, she brought it without him. I feel like every single part of her story seems real. Like all of it. Although I yeah. have seen some videos on TikTok. Um, one from her niece that say that she did not come from nothing. Oh, and interesting. That, and that her niece's family, like the niece was basically like, yeah, my family, she stayed with us for a long time. We gave her everything that she needed. She didn't like, you know, come with it. I don't know why she has this storyline. Also, it, her niece did that Jenny's husband is not a good dad and is never around. So it's weird that he's saying he wants another kid because he doesn't take care of the kids that he already has. That's probably her thing too. Even though her niece said all that stuff, whatever, who knows if it's true or not true. But 
I feel like everything has seen really, really genuine from Jenny. Yeah. I still haven't really cared. Like, I feel like <laughs> anyone else talking about a polygamous relationship, I would have been like, oh my gosh. And I fast forwarded so- <laughs> through it. <laughs> so they didn't give you enough Jenny backstory for you to really care. No, but side note, <laughs> this episode, Jenny had me cracking up because everyone is like freaking out, trying to like solve the case. And Jenny's like, oh my God, shut up. No one's She's solving like, this case right now. Yeah. her like She went through Je- uh, Jen's bag like right away. Like, I feel like she's like, I don't care enough about this. I'm just gonna have to sit here and listen to these girls talk about this for six hours. She seemed so checked out like oh. from five minutes in. So ruthless. All I kept thinking is she's going to get it when Jen watches this back. Like I want to see Jen's live tweets because she didn't give a fuck about Jen. And they're cool. They're cool with each other. So there was no concern. Like, I hope she's okay. She was like, pass the snacks, drinking a beer. There's nothing we can do. Like, I'm here. I'm here for Vail. Why? Because she was trying to get away from that husband of hers. Goes back to your point, Callie. That's why I think she was like, I'm not missing this trip. I'm not going back home. I'm getting away from my husband. Let's go. It was, I don't know. It it was funny, but it rubbed me the wrong way at the same time. You've got so much compassion for these for these villains, Rachel. I'm yeah, you really this. do. Don't I? Yeah, you really do. I mean, it's good. I, we need we need this counterbalance. You're making me I, feel like a bad person, but I'm like, wait, Jen Shaw defrauded the elderly. So. I think it was too just. She's got you know when Lisa was crying, she's like, she's got kids, she's got a husband. Yeah. yeah. Think of all the other families impacted, and Jenny was like, you know, are those pretzels? You know, she was just <laughs> she was just totally unfazed by it. I mean, call it the editing or whatever, but I was just kind of like, Jenny, like, have some compassion, please. She has none. We were just crying with you last week. Right. Can we cry over Jen this week? I think that's what it was for me. Uh, that's she's fair. heartless. And she also was like, let's just go. She didn't even, I, I was actually really surprised they went. I didn't think they were going to. Cause like I, if I they had a schedule, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it would have been too expensive. Also, they probably owed Cuvée all this airtime. And if they didn't go to the house, they wouldn't, we're going to oh give it to them. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, let's talk about Meredith. Uh, Meredith. So if you guys were going to Vail in the middle of winter, would you wear a butt length, blazer quote-unquote dress and white go-go boots or something else like what do you think is the appropriate attire sweats all day every day <laughs> i'm I not i don't travel in jeans i of course not. only only travel in sweats i used to travel a lot in leggings but airports and airplanes have become too cold so now it's mm. solely sweats same same it was re- i found that to begin with really bizarre like she was like really like setting up her big day and then, I mean, that was just so weird. And then, I don't know, like, I, what what do we even say about Meredith greeting all of her guests in the bath with, like, some bubbles? Like, I, I don't... How long was the bath? How did she keep the bubbles in place? Like, what the fuck? Like, that was just so fucking weird. The bubbles on her chin? Oh. It kept dipping. It kept dipping. <laughs> I noticed it, too. I was like, someone tell her. This is awful. And, like, I understand so she's trying bad. to, like, be sexy, but there was nothing sexy about it. And it didn't look relaxing either because like she had all these people coming into her bathroom. Uh, also, she was like holding her leg up. It was all so weird. It was so weird. But and that's another reason why I think she was the person that tipped off. Like she was getting ready, like ready for her close up. Like, I just want to relax in this water while Jen goes to fucking prison. Like that's the <laughs> vibes it gave me. That is the vibe she gave. Let me tell you something. I am queen of baths. I love a I good bath. I have perfected the bath. Really? And I was heavily disturbed by what I saw with Meredith. The bubbles were lacking. There's no way that the bubbles were covering up certain parts. And I'm shocked, Sister Mary Clarence. I'm sorry. That's what I'm calling her from here on out. <laughs> stood there as long as she did. Now they did at one point show her reapplying the bubbles, but the way that she like reapplying the soap, did mm-hmm. y'all see that through the running water? There's no way with that much water in, it would have amounted to more bubbles. It was gross. It was disgusting. I just, I don't know. I bear, Meredith God, is my least favorite. God, Meredith I don't bothers like her me. She's painful to she, listen, to talk to. I just, I can't. I doubt she was actually naked, right? Like she probably was wearing a bikini or something. Even worse. Just I hope that she was naked. If she was in the tub, please just be <laughs> naked. Like that's, yeah, that's just, it was that's all weird. Weird. 
Like and as long and then she was in Heather's bathroom. Didn't she say that or was yeah. she kidding? No, she was in Heather's bathroom. Yeah, the whole, it was all odd. Meredith, y'all want y'all think Mary's odd. Meredith is odd. I think Meredith is odd as well. I also think the way that Meredith speaks is very weird. Okay, okay, yes, sure, but we're not comparing her to Mary here. That's yes. not what's Thank happening. You. That's true. That's, That's true. not what's happening. No, but you know what? What it is? We know Mary's odd, and it's just it is what she is. But Meredith portrays herself Normal. a certain way and she is from her heavily face-tuned pictures on instagram to seth's hairline it comes it goes it's full it's thin do you notice that he's young he's old i can't understand what's happening between the two of them if seth doesn't have a second family somewhere like i i don't know what he's doing he's it's got real- to in mississippi down in miss because that's where he is now the sexually explicit comments he's I just, in mississippi now yeah that wait i want to go back to that husband's hang i think the most contrived (laughs) and weirdest thing of the whole season was the husband's hang where they were like talking about their like respective sex lives that's fucking weird not normal and like offensive and like i don't know i thought that was weird (laughs) just beyond i just don't think that guys talk they don't often about their sex lives with their wives definitely not and like not in like specifics and Mm-mm. definitely not with people they don't even like. Right. Like y'all barely like each other. Barely know sh- each other, period. Yeah. I mean, Coach Shaw being there was like a shocker. <laughs> I know. It's like the one day a year he was actually in the state of Utah or like in the vicinity of his wife, I guess. But I, I mean, and also Meredith's reaction when she heard from Lisa on the phone. First of all, she had to have known already. I mean, Callie thinks she tipped her off. I just think there's no way she wasn't aware. But her just being like, well, I feel validated. That's like pretty. Pretty crazy. Although I might, I, I could kind of relate to it too. I feel like if I had had like a long held belief and no one, no one bought into it and then it turned out to be true, I'd be like, see, told you. But that's what I was confused by. She kept saying she feels doubt- validated. And I was like, okay, Meredith, give us more. Why do you feel validated? And then I wanted people to say, well, Meredith did warn us about this. Who was she telling that she felt a certain way and no one was believing her? Was it something she was holding within? But she made it seem like I've been trying to tell you all about Jen and now you all know. I don't know. And then the Band-Aid, that Band-Aid on her thumb, mm-hmm. did anybody catch that? Mm, was bothering no. me as well. Did you notice that, Callie? No. She was holding, when she was holding the phone up on the FaceTime, it was uh, this thick Band-Aid on her phone. I'm not good with germs. The whole thing. What's more criminal? That or it was gross. It was, it didn't match. It was thick. It was a weird material. I don't know. It was, it bothered you know me. What you what I didn't notice? notice? No. <laughs> I didn't notice whether she still had it on in the tub or not. <laughs> I need to go back and look. I need to go back and look. Because if it's underneath the water, that is disgusting. So it gross. did look waterproof. It did look like a waterproof band-aid. Oh my God. Also, that's, like, that's also just bad for your cuts. Like, let that thing breathe, girl. That's so bizarre. So when she finally tells the story about the clutch being stolen and, you know, she provided the security footage to production <laughs> right. so we could see it. I was like, okay, great. Do you think that's what Lisa was referring to when earlier in the episode on the phone, Lisa's like, I think Meredith did it because of some other stuff. Like, do you think that was it? Probably. I think she shared with, with Lisa that she felt a certain way about Jen and Lisa refused to believe it because Lisa wanted to be friends with her. So what Lisa said was, I think Meredith knows something. Um, so I feel like maybe she thinks Meredith might know something because Meredith has said like, something's off, like this happened, blah, blah, blah. I also like, didn't think the clutch thing was that big of a deal. I thought the Louis Vuitton thing was a much bigger deal. Like (laughs) Jen being red flagged at Louis Vuitton is a much bigger deal than like her assistant Maybe, maybe like not purposely walking out with a clutch. That's true. Like if you're in a comfortable setting, like it's not like they were at a store and like walked out. Like they were, or like they weren't like not. I don't know how to describe it, but like they're at a friend's store. Like I'm sure if I was at one of my friend's stores, I could. I we've all walked out with shit before and been like, ooh, didn't pay for that. So like, no, Callie, I have not. I 100% have. Not, not, not as big as a clutch. Like a clutch is a pretty big thing to walk out of. But it wasn't even Jen. It was her assistant. He returned it the next day. Okay. But counterpoint, last week, the crux of, of the fight that Lisa was trying to stir was that 
Whitney had sent product to like some dude that Jen had a problem with because when from when she worked with him. So it's like, yeah, if your employee wrongs some, if your employee like does something wrong, you're supposed to get rid of them or whatever. And so Jen clearly would not be cool with Whit- with Meredith keeping that employee. So I understand yeah. why Meredith was pissed or I understand why it was like a thing for her, essentially. I feel but like also, you have to fire I don't think shop- shoplifting is that common. I mean, maybe like, it's like an addiction, but just to your earlier point, I, it's not that common. No, 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 no. I don't think it's common. <laughs> I'm saying that I feel like we've all walked out of a store before and been like, oh, I didn't realize I paid for that. The other day I went to FedEx and I <laughs> got a card. So hopefully FedEx doesn't bill me for this. Um, I got a card from like the little thing that, you know, they have greeting cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. a greeting card, put it in my package and then sent my package. And was like, when I got in the car, I was like, oh, I definitely did not pay for that greeting card. <laughs> <laughs> paper goods is definitely different than a clutch yes yes different than a clutch I'm just saying that that can that can happen sometimes and maybe there was like a more relaxed setting because they were in a friend's store mm-hmm. do I okay. think that he realized he stole it maybe thought about it whatever sure but like I didn't think it was like oh Jen definitely defrauded millions of people because of that no yeah I didn't I didn't think it was that big of a deal plus I wanted to know how much the clutch cost it, I don't think it was that expensive no way. That, that, that was bothering me too. I was like, can we get a price point? I just wanted to know how much the clutch cost. Under a hundred for sure. Yeah, because if it, if if it was expensive, Meredith would have said. She would have been like, it was a blank, blank, blank clutch or whatever. Yeah, also like police are called at some point. Like if the clutch was worth enough, like fuck that. I'm not, I'm not calling you to bring it back. Yeah. You're going to, you know what? I'll take that back. I don't want people to go to jail. I'll call you. Bring it back. <laughs> Honestly, the weirdest thing that was said about Jen, the, the weirdest thing of the episode, in my opinion, was Whitney knowing so much about money laundering. But <laughs> second was Heather's story about Jen and the Uber. Like, what the fuck was that? Oh, yeah. No, that was Lisa. No, it was, it was Heather started it. Yeah. So what happened was Heather tells this story of how she gets an Uber for Jen. And so like it's on her phone. She puts in the destination and instead of getting out where at her home, she gets out on the side of the road, unknown if it's the same side of the road where she was arrested. And then <laughs> Lisa follows up being like, when was that? Like trying to get more information to, in one of the, and then someone else asked like, why, like, were, do you know, were you with her? And she was like, well, I wasn't like, clearly Lisa knows something more. Like that was a really weird loose end. Like I, yeah, gonna, I yeah. don't know what's going to come from that. And like, what the I, fuck we is Jen doing the all the time? I don't Jen? know, but also, why is why is she asking for someone else to call her an Uber? Because <laughs> she doesn't have any credit cards. <laughs> she only that's, pays with cash. Apparently, that's it. There you go. Another. Listen, there's from the first time we met Jen, I was I remember my sisters and I were like, how is she making all her money? Yeah, that was the number one question. For, so then, for this to come out the way it has, and I don't know if I read this or did they say this? They they must have said it since 2014. 12. Since 2012? Yeah. Okay, I thought I made that up. I thought I mixed it up with a movie. The article said 2012. (laughs) She's so guilty. What do we think is going to happen? What do you really think? I think she goes to jail. I really do. Me too. Like Whitney, I think she's going to prison. No longer than a year. (laughs) No way. Like Martha Stewart. Like Martha Stewart type. No way. Because I think restitution is worth more than her jail time. Mm-hmm. They're going to want her to do to get to pay these people back and try to make them whole. I don't even think they care as much about jail as they do about getting their money back. Have you seen her closet? Do you think she can pay these people back? <laughs> no, but she could film <laughs> and, and pay. You know what I mean? Like, I think restitution is going to be a big deal. They're not going to want her on camera acting like all is swell. No, I think they're going to punish her worse. I th- also, the, the difference between this and Erica, this is a criminal case. Erica's only a civil, right? Like, she's being sued. Tom is different, but Erica herself is not being, is not in a criminal criminal situation. She's got some litigation to deal with, but... Right, I don't know of any criminal charges right. against her. I don't know. Also, it's like, you know, an in interstate situation. Like, would she go... Like, is the case going to be tried in New York? I think so, because that's why yeah, the NYPD that's why was they were there. That's where her headquarters are. It's federal, and it's in New York. She's... Yeah, she's going She's to screwed. She and like, literally, that's where, like, Trump's cases are. That's where that's what she's dealing with. Right yeah, now. she's like... It's, it's really bad. I don't know. It's... 
It's kind of insane. Also, do you guys have like older parents or grandparents that have like almost been defrauded before? Like, yes, it happened to my grandmother when she was like in her when she was like literally 100. Like and like even like the cable companies try to like screw them over. Like everyone does. It's a terrible age of society. It's very upsetting. Yeah. And like, I do feel bad for Jen's kids. I kind of feel bad for Coach Shaw because it seems like he has like a pretty like good reputation and has like built his career to where he's happy, whatever. So I feel bad for him too. Um, But if she did do this, which it seems like she did, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Don't have a lot of sympathy. No, 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 no. None for Jen, just for her family. For her family, yeah. And the victims and the victims, obviously. Obviously. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's wild. I have to say also like, this season of Salt Lake was really good without the Jen stuff, but I do think it's a little bit of a crisis for housewives in general that without like court cases and <laughs> litigation, they don't have a lot going on. Maybe it's COVID, but it's, yeah, I think it's it'll get great. better. I, I hope so. I really hope By so. By the way, Potomac <laughs> might be my favorite. No court cases. That's good. Right. No court cases. They've had them in the past though. Some, well, there's some, some questions of criminality. Yeah. But Who? you know, with Michael. Uh, well, Michael had some oh, Karen. Michael. Well, Jamal and his tax taxes yeah, but that's, and she that, might that's be like implicated. Barely been brought up for like what, you know, other shows are like relying on someone going to jail. I mean, there's no Beverly Hills this season without it. But Salt Salt Lake could fully live without this. Oh my god. So Whitney and Heather alone are enough. They're both so funny and weird. Mary, Mary enough. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about Mary. I forgot about Mary. Mary alone is enough. It does seem like the rest of the season will be focused more on Mary's church than the Jen stuff because can't I they pro- wait. They probably can't do much more Jen stuff because she can't say anything on camera and like they don't know enough. But the Mary stuff that's coming. I mean, Mary is so odd. I don't even know how to put it. I I, I fear that she's going to turn into like a really dark, like really dark villain of some kind. I'm actually mad we don't spend we don't spend enough time in her church. Mm. We were there a little bit in the first season, but they use her spinning around and screaming into a microphone in her intro package. And I need I need caption or volume on that. I need to see Mary in action. I need to hear what she's saying to her congregation. And I'm hoping we get more of that as the season goes on. Do you think she'll she would allow that? Yeah, I think she's purposely like backed away from it because there was too much light shown on it in season one. And remember, we got the like um, the audio of her talking about people not tithing enough, Mm. like she can't afford certain stuff because they're not, you know what I mean? So I think she's like backed away and like didn't want to put her church on blast. Can't you see Mary calling herself God, though? Can't you see her calling herself God and and believing and believing it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Everything that. This is one one thing I will give Whitney. I don't know why I can't get her freaking name right. <laughs> I call her Juliet's girl, like when we're texting, because I literally, <laughs> I, I it's not because it's, I, I think that it's because it's the only thing I can come up with. I can't come up with her name. Whitney. So it's like a real she, character assassination for me. Sorry, carry on. I, I don't think that Whitney is a liar. So like everything she says, I'm like, truth. Like, I don't think that she's lying yeah. about anything. Yeah. But I also don't I think she that. fact checks. So like, I feel like if someone tells her something, I'm not sure that she's like, can identify this as a rumor. Like, I need to look into that. Like, I think she just, I, I don't know. She doesn't strike me as the most thorough researcher. Like, she's probably not the same kind of uh, intense After Googler. this week? That's true. <laughs> well, That's might a be good when point. When it comes to, to money laundering and fraud. <laughs> I can't like, she see- did her homework. I mean, on this one topic. And also, I guess, about her passions, she goes in because she obviously knows a lot about, um, uh, <laughs> the stripper pole and how to how to work with it. So you're saying that laundering is one of her passions. It might be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or at least understanding all the tax loopholes for new businesses. So <laughs> I look forward to seeing her on the next season and the final season of Ozark. I mean, Heather should do an Ozark podcast. She's obviously a big fan. Heather should. <laughs> and has learned a lot. Um, Rachel and Callie, thank you so much for doing this. This was a delight for more of Rachel. You can see her on Extra every day or better off, listen to Higher Learning on Tuesdays and Fridays, part of the Ringer mm-hmm. Podcast Network. Callie and I will be on Bachelor Party on Tuesday night talking about Michelle. And we have so much more pop culture content across the Ringer. So check out the ringer.com for all that. We will be back soon. 
Good luck to everyone, particularly Whitney and her future pursuits of research and, <laughs> and money. Then <laughs> thank you to Steve Almond for producing this episode. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.